-hmm. Nothing against his ex. It's all beautiful queens. But, um... But <laughs> we, <laughs> oh, I wish you could see our faces, guys. <laughs> that was the fakest shit I ever heard. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. Welcome back to Raina's birthday episode. Bow, 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 bow. All right, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, thanks to HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. HelloFresh shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step -step recipes and ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy. For $80 off your first month, go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE80 and use the code GGG80 to get a total of $80 off. That's $20 off your first four boxes. And thanks to Fabletics for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Get two leggings for only $24. It's a $99 value when you sign up for a VIP. Go to Fabletics.com slash GGE to take advantage of this deal now. Yes, this episode of Girls Gotta Eat is also brought to you by Lola, bringing you 100% feminine care organic products for 40% of subscriptions. Visit mylola.com and enter GGE to get started. Also, thanks to Living Proof for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Living Proof's no frizz system uses breakthrough scientific technology designed to keep frizz at bay. Ditch the frizz and make the switch. Go to livingproof.com slash GGE and use promo code GGE to get 20% off no frizz products. Yes. Oh, the deal has changed. <laughs> the deal has changed. The deal has changed. <laughs> um, uh, we had a great episode today. Yeah. Uh, Hannah Burner is with us today. Reality TV superstar. <laughs> That's not why she's on the show. She, <laughs> we don't even care. We don't do reality show people. We love her because of her podcast and her take on like mental health and all these other things. And she's our friend now and she's so great. But she is on Summer House or she was on this last season of Summer House with Bravo, which is on Bravo. I feel like I need to give a disclaimer, if that's the right word, I don't know, that when we did our interview with her, I had not ever watched Summer House, which was a little awkward. I'm like, hey, I don't watch your show. And um, I was like, Ashley, can you leave, please? We can talk about that. I have since watched the entire season <laughs> start to finish because I was like, now I'm intrigued. I knew I would like it. You know, like I, I like those shows. I love Southern Charm. And so then now I know her. So I was even more interested in watching it. And I watched all of it. But what's funny for me is that like I watched this and couldn't talk to you about it and now you're like living this in real time and I'm like yeah I know. Thought about this analyzed it, read the blog, that is so tweeted annoying. about it. Like no I'm just glad that, that you know about the show now because I'm like such a fan of the show. I mean like you said it's not why we invited her on our show. Yeah. Um, I couldn't care less if somebody is She's the only person we would star. have from the show on our podcast. I want to be real clear. <laughs> also that show ends with a I mean, spoiler alert, but I'm not going to tell you who, but the, sh the, the finale, the season finale, season three ends with a proposal. And you know, I cry at everything. Mm -hmm. I cry at every single, I've cried at every single proposal on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, even if I don't like the people, I didn't cry at this. That's how little. <laughs> That's how little you like that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the show is great. And uh, if you want to just watch, Hannah's only on season three. And you can just start. I just only watch season three. You don't have to watch the other seasons. It's not that deep. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> I would recommend just watching season three. Okay. Yeah. Now that's our summer house plug. Yeah. Um, so we announced on social media last week, but um, we did add a second date in Minneapolis because the first night, um, Friday, August 2nd, sold out in 24 hours. 
Um, so you guys can come on Saturday night now, August 3rd. Those tickets are going pretty fast, but there's still some tickets available. Um, so obviously, stupidliveshows.com. And yes, I cannot wait to be there. I, I think it's just going to be the most lit crowd ever. I can't wait for Minneapolis. So excited. Um, also, stupid live shows in... Phoenix, Salt Lake City, and Denver on July 15th, the second show that we added. Phoenix is the 14th, Salt Lake City is the 18th. Uh, and a few tickets left in Toronto and Montreal as well. And then Atlantic City. Yeah. We need you, to talk about Atlantic City. Yeah. yeah so Atlantic City, alert. I, like, we, yeah, Atlantic City is going to be so lit. I just can't recommend this enough. Like, if you were thinking of doing like a girl's trip or something, like, this is going to be it. We are blowing this shit out. We may never do a casino again. I don't fucking know. So like neither of us are big casino gals. So this is huge. We're so excited. Um, I just booked some entertainment and I don't want to give, I don't want to give it away, but I'm going to do a little teaser for you. Okay. Ready? I get horny listening to that song. <laughs> Um, so take your guesses. Got a little. What's uh, happening? Yeah. Um, that's it. So, you know, we really want to push the show and, uh, hope that you guys come and I mean, come from Philly, come from New York, come from New Jersey, wherever you are, fly in, whatever. This is going to be a show. Uh, it's so, I, I'm just speechless. I, I think we're ch- it's like, so excited. It's so stupid. This is just sexy, sexy live show. Yeah. Come see me in a bandage dress. Bandage? <laughs> Band-Aid. In a bandage dress? It's bandage. It's not Band-Aid dress? Band-Aid dress? <laughs> Band-Aid is a brand name. You can't be out here saying Band-Aid. It's copyrighted. All right. Well, I'm making a dress out of Band-Aids. Band- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Lady Gaga's like meat dress. You're wearing a Band-Aid dress. That's so stupid. It's ba- um, yeah. It's uh, like Hervé Leger. Hervé Leger. Harvey Ledger. <laughs> um, Skin all right. tight dress. So today is my birthday. Yes. Um, happy birthday. Thank you. Not today, the day we're recording, but today, the day that this is out. So yeah. um, June 17th, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> a lot of my favorite people are Geminis. It's a good season, man. Um, I am not like a big birthday person. I've never been one of those girls that like has a birthday week, birthday month. My mother has a whole birthday month. Yeah. Maybe I'm just, I'm pretty self-involved, which is crazy. They're like, I don't care that much. Um, so you're like, every day is my birthday? Yeah, like I feel like I get enough attention day to day. Um, like last year for my birthday, I'll tell you what I did. I planned a huge birthday party. I'm like, I didn't know you. Like you didn't know about this. Um, I planned a big birthday party with my friend Jeremy and then it was cold that day and I just canceled my birthday party. We talked about this in the podcast. Yeah. I talked about you canceling your birthday. Yeah, it was like 50 degrees and I was just like, I'm just not doing this. And, and everybody was like, so what else are we doing? I was what are like, we doing? Nothing. I'm staying home. What do you mean? It's cold out. Jeremy was so mad at me. And then on my actual birthday, Jeremy and I were in Denver. This is just a friend of mine for you guys who don't know. Um, but we were in Denver flying back from a, a, wine, a food and wine festival. And I got blacked out drunk in the Delta Sky Lounge with him. Got on a plane, passed out, lost my wallet, and that was my birthday. Yeah. Happy so. birthday to you. <laughs> lost all your shit. And I got it back. Did I ever tell you that? Yeah. Lost my wallet on a... Like, I did ever tell you that. I talked to you every minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, this year I'm having a birthday party. We'll see. Maybe I'll cancel it. We'll, well see. Well, it was yesterday. <laughs> Technically. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. You guys can um, leave a review on iTunes for us for my birthday. Uh, that's, that's my wish for me. Uh, please go on iTunes and leave a review about how great the podcast is. Yeah, definitely. And this just starts, my birthday's in th- three weeks, a, lo- a month, whatever. So, I mean, we're, our birthday's in the same month. So leave those reviews, guys. Yeah. That's all we want. That's I don't the- need anything else for my birthday. I got everything I need. <laughs>
Okay, so yeah, it's your birthday, June 17th, June, also Pride Month. We haven't really talked about it. Just wanted to go ahead and voice our support for the LGBTQ community. I think it's pretty obvious we support the LGBTQ community, but we've just been talking a lot about Pride. Taylor Swift released that new song, like which was awesome. Amazing. And I mean, you know, I just, celebrities supporting causes, it's great, but it's you know, more important for just everyday regular people to support these causes. But I th- still love that she did that and like threw some major shade to homophobic people. Don't even get me started on homophobic people. Ooh, that's like still a thing you're homophobic. Get you're, out of here. I Who mean, cares? fuck off. Yeah. So, I mean, just wanted to get it out there that obviously happy pride, um, support your charities and nonprofits that you like, you know, stay woke. It's happy and it's pride and it's all exciting and stuff, but there's still plenty of like hate crimes and bad stuff happening. So just like support your fellow people in your community that are LGBTQ. I'm just like going off. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. If I, I didn't plan to give a PSA today, but you know, it's pride. So I think it's nice to like, you know, wear a rainbow t-shirt, but I think that like you should also do things that are activist and come forward yeah. and help people and donate and, you know, march for a cause. And I think that like, yeah, it's great to like paint the door of your restaurant rainbow colors, but um, you know, I think it's more important to donate and do things to help yeah. this community. So no, I think it's important to talk about it. And um, obviously we're huge supporters of that community. And you know, as always, when it's time to vote. Vote for lawmakers that also support the LGBTQ community and their right to get married and all of the other things. Okay. So I don't really have much else going on. I don't either. I have a show tonight. I don't know. All right. Yeah. I mean, not every intro has to be 45 minutes. So uh, (laughs) you guys are welcome. We're going to get into the episode. Um, Today, as we mentioned, we have one of our ultimate girl crushes in the house studio with us and Dewey. She is the host of Burning in Hell podcast. She is a cast member on the current season of Summer House, which we are also obsessed with. She's a video content creator and she's a hysterical meme account being Burns. Uh, So welcome to the studio, Hannah Burner. Thank you, my love. Yay. We're so glad to have you. (laughs) I just Posted an Insta story. I said you're my girl crushes too, and I want to have sex with your voices. Yes. Some a guy once messaged us that I want to fuck your voices. It sounds cuter when you say no. It. Do not say you fuck. Can't. It yeah. is a romantic, loving feeling when you're listening to a podcast. It's not aggressive. It's right. not. And men are just. Well, the, yeah. So, okay. Gross. Before we get started, I have to say that you're you were literally on the way over here, and I'm getting tagged in your meme, sent your meme. I probably have a hundred DMs right now because <laughs> you posted a meme about a croissant, and I don't know if you know our track record with croissants, but. Basically, someone wrote an iTunes review one time that was like, I hate the way that Ashley says croissant. <laughs> and so we've turned it into a thing. People bring them to me at shows. It's a whole thing. Every single day, all day, I get people, dozens and dozens of being tagged in memes. So your meme account, or your it's your Instagram account, but your memes are incredible. <laughs> you just you. posted. You can tell a lot about a person by the way they say croissant. It's true. Croissant. And so I've been getting it a lot. So now I feel like I want to know your take. So I'm on a first date, it. I take a guy to a nice little bakery. <laughs> Prefer not Starbucks. You want to go like a fancy place and you see how you say, I want that. And you see what he does. And if that motherfucker says croissant, he has a stick up his ass. No! If, but if he, but I say, what do you say, I say croissant. So I don't hit it hard. I'm not like croissant. I go croissant. Yes. Thank you. Because I'm an American. I'm not trying to be something I'm not. I'm an American. <laughs> I am an American, USA. But if you start going like crescent, then we have an issue too. No. 
People say crescent. You got to be in the middle lane. And people then like Long Island girls are like, I'll have a croissant. Um, yeah. I just, I'm not trying to be French. Like I'm not out here asking for like. How do you say the white wine? Like a quesadilla. Like I'm, you, oh yeah. You're not like gracias. Yeah. How do you say um, the white wine that starts with an S and ends with a C and it's two words? Um, Savion Blanc? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> shit. Okay. Let me think about what I Focus. naturally Focus. think. Don't overthink it. I say Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. It's, you're, I'm, it's a teeny bit, but I have some a girlfriend people that, Sauvignon Blanc. I don't say Nobody that. Nobody says that. Some people When I'm that. drunk, I say that. I'm like, excuse me, have a Sauvignon Blanc. But I have a girlfriend that just straight up says like, can I have a Sauvignon Blanc? Like, no, she, honey. Uh, but anyway, I... I mix it up. Sometimes I go in and I'm like, I don't feel like being judged today. You know so what? I'll say croissant. But my natural reaction is a light, a light French yes. croissant, croissant. Just quick. I think you're a product a of where croissant. you were brought up. So it's a neighborhood French. in Pittsburgh called North Versailles. It never in my life occurred to me that it's Versailles. Oh, yeah. Never in my life. North Versailles, whole life. Not until I went to Paris did I realize it's Versailles. Oh, Americans know how to butcher everything, don't we? Yeah, we ruin everything. <laughs> but anyway, back to you. Um, so you're from New York. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. What up? Yeah, people get annoyed because it's like being, it's like going to Harvard or like, I say it a bazillion times. That's how you know people go to Harvard. You know I'm from Brooklyn because I'm like, I'm from Brooklyn, I'm from Brooklyn. I had a Brooklyn necklace, but I've tried to calm down on it because now Brooklyn's kind of overdone. Yeah, is that so why you moved to Queens? I moved to Queens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's low key. And you and love meatballs too, right? Of course I love a meatball. <laughs> I love meatballs. I'm Same. Italian. Meatballs oh yeah. I just, croissants. I'm Italian. I'm Sicilian actually. So okay. I have a little bit of anger, a little bit of spice, but then I'm half like Russian, Polish, Austrian Jew. So okay. I'm like, um, I don't tan well. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the it's day, a good combination. Um, not to like shit on other reality shows, but Catherine on Southern Charm had a hard time saying Sicilian last night on the episode. Oh my God. I didn't watch it. <laughs> well, she, I haven't watched it yet. She just, she knew the word Sicilian, but couldn't just, she couldn't get yeah, it out. Sicilian. He's like, Sicily, see, 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 I don't know. He calls me like baby. Also Southern Charm. Great show. Not as good as Summer House, but great show. Um, we do you want to talk about it. Summer House? Do you want to take it? Do you want to ask for Summer House stuff? I don't know if you had anything. Yeah, like, no, well. no, actually. So we haven't had like a lot of reality TV people on the show. Because for a we reason. Had one yeah. person on They're one. Terrible. Terrible Charm. And it was, Who, it was which a situation. One? Which one? We just shut up drunk. Yeah, all. we had Shep on. Shep. I, I literally was. He, I didn't we even also like Shep. I want to be clear. I love Shep. Surprisingly very intelligent. He reminds you by using words that... I've never he heard of is. before. And he's like liberal. It's crazy. But he shows up everywhere with his hair. Like he looks so hungover any time of the day. Well, he showed up drunk. So he wasn't hungover yet. Um, <laughs> he also promoted our show like almost more than anybody else has. Yeah. Did an Instagram post for us. <gasps> he was great. Oh, that but, yeah. guy is, I mean, he's, he's my type. He's tall. He has a big nose. Like I like, I'm into him. Am but I your type? Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to fuck after we stop recording. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> my nose is bigger than his. <laughs> I, shut the fuck up. I feel like me and Raina, like we hit it off naturally, but like Ashley, you have to like win her approval. So like, uh, absolutely. I, like, I want, I like really want her to like me. Yeah. So it's like a it's slow, it's a slow game. It's because like, yeah. I'm a, it's I'm a cancer. It's a hard shell. I have a hard shell. Oh, yeah, I met are. her. The day I met her, I was like, I'm going to make this bitch like me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, make her like I don't give a fuck who she is. I want her to like me. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care if she's a terrible person. <laughs> I, a I need her to like me. But that's what I'm in therapy for. So, yes. People okay. with me are like, if she could like me last, that would be <laughs> great. <laughs> 
she could stop trying so hard. <laughs> be You're like a dog and she's like a cat. Nothing against Dewey. Uh, okay. Does not like me let's right get, now. We have so much stuff to talk let's about. Let's just so say much. that. Let's, let's start with, I just want to hear about your podcast. So you yes. Can, like, what is it about? And then we're going to talk about the dog and Summer House. So if I was going to go on a reality TV show, I realized I was going to get a platform and I want to show people some real shit. Because people think because you're on TV that you're like aspirational in some way yeah. when you're not. I'm still the same person. I don't want to pretend I'm not. So I wanted to use it to show like some realness. And I started burning in hell because I'd met a lot of like, let's say, f- famous people or reality people. And I wanted to show that everyone has demons. Everyone has anxieties and fears. And I wanted to be the person to make them talk about it. So I have a comedy mental health podcast and it's a lot of fun. And I get people to open up on their about their hell. I'd love you both to come on, of course. Yeah. Um, but I just try to tear them apart. And it's been really, I've learned a lot about how everyone's human and it doesn't matter how much money you have, how many Instagram followers you have, they still could think they're ugly or hate their themselves for whatever reason. Go to therapy. And you've been to therapy. I Oh, hell yeah. I've Years. been to therapy. I mean, actually I've only, I go on and off because uh-huh. it's like, it's like a mind trainer. Yeah. If you always have a trainer, you feel like you're kind of. I don't know, always supported. So sometimes you want to get alone and see, see what you can do on, on your own. own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spread my little wing. You desensitize right. to the therapy. Yeah. And also I, I talk so much. <laughs> I like don't, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to hear myself like talk anymore. The, yeah. It's just another person you have to talk to. Yeah. Did you start the podcast before? So I, I got cast for the show and then I had the idea. So you'll see this season on Summer House when I like start so thinking smart. of it. But it, it really like, it's my passion project. I can control Summer House. I can control how they make me look or whatever. But I'm like, if people like me from the show and want more from me, then I can trick them into making them laugh and learning about mental health and stuff. Yeah. Because that's, if I'm going to have a platform, I kind of want to find a way to feel good about myself by helping others. So it's purely a selfish thing for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just think it's so brilliant. She's like, like of this course. isn't what we're talking about today, but that you were like, I'm about to be on TV. Mm-hmm. I need to something else. Like that's what we loved about Caitlin Bristow, how she got off the bachelor and she could have just started like slinging fit tea and mm-hmm. sugar bear hair. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm going to do this other just thing. Snorting fit tea every right. night. <laughs> also your memes are incredible. Like it's even, insane. even like the, just, I hate to say dumb ones, but like, what did you post the other day? If you can't love me at my farm, you don't deserve me in my pheromones. I'm like, what the fuck? How does this bitch's mind work? <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. I'm, I'm demented. Like we want to repost everyone. Yes. And I love, I love you guys. Thank but we you need so to, much. We were like, we, last we week. The brakes on your yes, we had to pump the brakes. My whole, I have like 80 photos on my phone, 70 are screenshots of your account. Like, some of these meme accounts so are all honored. you. Like Insta single is all you. People started getting mad and people started like hate on me. But you guys, you got to remember when your memes are fire, you're going to get hate. Remember that. That means your memes are good when people start saying, this girl's not funny. Oh, but also with great power comes great responsibility. I am followed. I would, if anyone's like, oh, meme this, I get really excited. Cause like yeah. I work for Betches. I would make like a hundred memes a week for them. Yeah. And then that's why like I do it on my own, but yeah. I have my own voice that's different than them. But yeah. on this, like it's called Bob Menery. It's like a very sports um, it has like a couple million followers and they posted a guy shaking his head really fast and he's like, mimic dudes. And all these guys are commenting and I'm like, when his height starts with a five, I was getting death threats, <gasps> death threats. But if I were to do it on like a girl's account, girls yes. would be like, yes, bitch. Oh I, my God. Yes. I just think objectifying men is healthy when you're not in the headspace to be vulnerable. Yeah. What a shocker that men are insecure also, and crazy. They, also, they say Spoiler men's alert. biggest fears are getting rejected. Women's, women's biggest fears are getting murdered. So 
let that sit on you. Right. Bob Menery, the head guy of it, messaged me, um, commented on it, and was like, no, whatever fucking say hi to you anyway when that motherfucker had slid into my dms before <laughs> and i don't think he knew so i didn't respond well, now I, he's on blast oh my god I, i'm like i'm gonna go on this podcast and who do i want to put on blast um but i didn't respond to it ended up deleting it because i couldn't take the hate anymore but like yeah know your audience was the moral of that story for sure Ugh, men are the worst <laughs> only problems we've ever had shows men yeah <laughs> Um, okay, so you went on Summer House. Yeah. Um, so when I was like first talking to you about the show, uh, you said something to me and I thought it was really interesting. So I asked yeah. you what it was like going on the show and seeing yourself on television for the first time. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> I thought it was interesting what your take was. So what? how do you feel about it? Yeah, so I think a couple years ago, I wouldn't have had the confidence to go out and be okay with people seeing like any side to me. Like I, I was really fixated on like, if I'm going to be on a show, I want people to know who I am and what I'm like. I used to be the kind of person, like I'd immediately meet someone and be like, they need to know how I'm funny and how I'm cool and they need to understand me. And then I realized, yo, life, <laughs> you got to chill out. They'll find out. They'll find out if it's meant to be. And that's how it is with relationships. That's how it is with friendships. And I had some bad relationships and I got, I went into therapy and I really worked on like, Sometimes it's nice to give other people space. Sometimes you just step back and realize they're as worried as as you are of how they're coming off. Mm -hmm. And I realized that the thoughts in my head were not always real, that it's mostly like criticism from when I was a kid from maybe my parents or coaches in sports I played. And once I learned to like trust my intuition, that's when I was like, yeah, the show could go terribly bad for me. I could embarrass my entire family on national television or I could go out and like fight for something I believe in. And like, I want to go on sh- and talk about anxiety, anything that's fucked up, show that I don't shave my legs all the time, just be imperfect and see how I affect and change the world. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But um, see how um, girls DM me differently. And so the show, we just yeah. had a season finale. We like, I'm on the fucking show. <laughs> Like, yeah, we just crushed the finale. <laughs> Nobody loves Summer House more than Raina. Just Raina, let's just work it out. She's gonna let you have it. Just pretend you're on the show. So we just had this. I had the most you embarrassing guys just, moment. You know this, but with Carl from Summer House, I was in HM. I don't know this person. I can feel how red I am. Oh my god, I'm you are. It's H&M. also hot in here. It's hot in here. In her defense, we can't turn the air on, it's too loud. I have never met this person in my life, does not know who I am. I'm it, I'm at HM and I stop. He was there and I stop and I go. Hi. <laughs> and he looks at me and goes, I'm sorry, what? And I'm like, oh, I don't know you. Like, he doesn't know who I am. This is so embarrassing. He was like, with his mom. Oh, who I also Sharon. know from the show because I'm on the show. I love Sharon. You're like, hi, Sharon. How are you? How are the kids? Okay, so Raina, tell us how the finale went. Oh, it's the finale. <laughs> okay, um, it was good. I will say... I have really never seen anybody get such a good edit on a reality show like you. There is nothing. I mean, it oh, was wow. your experience. So like, I mean, I'm not you, but I think that like there was not a lot of, you don't look crazy or aggressive or emotional. Like you look pretty even keeled on that show. Thank you. Well, maybe because you are right. Yeah. Well, I want to say something about bad edits. I'm a tell the truth. I think that when someone says I got a bad edit, then they could edit you to look bad in one scene in any way. They can make you look awkward. They can make you look mean. They can make you look weird. But for them to make a storyline of a bad edit of you, you have to do that fucked up thing more than once. Right. They're not going to go other way to make you look awkward in every scene if you're not actually being awkward. So the point is just like go on and be yourself. Don't try too hard. Yeah. And like... I also would just go in and like try to make the videographers laugh. Like it's day in and out. You don't know there's like 
tons of crew also that you become friends with but like the camera guys would come in the room and I'd be like oh my god they're so obsessed with me <laughs> and when like they're like just and I was just trying to have fun with it yeah because there was a lot of anxiety and like saying one thing that's like racist and then just like losing your entire reputation yeah um not that I would go around saying racist things but like you're on national television it's you scary never, you never know yeah and but I'm, I'm glad you said shit. that like you're right nobody's given a bad at a good or bad at it you're right yeah. like, you're totally yeah but like there, you but things can be changed but like you're not fucking innocent when you have a bad edit for Ma- sure maybe you got a better edit or a worse edit than someone else who was also shitty but the point is you both you did those things yeah Yeah. so that's my strong opinion on that okay well we want to talk about your depression and anxiety (laughs) but we're going to take a quick break to talk about some of our partners first off we want to tell you guys about Fabletics oh I'm so excited to be talking about them we haven't talked about them in a minute Uh, Fabletics is athletic wear we both love it we both have tons of items from here and you basically go to the website you take a style pop quiz for personalized outfit recommendations from thousands of styles curated for you and there's all these VIP perks so you get up to 50% off regular prices free shipping and additional perks like their workout series when you do the VIP so that's what we're um, telling you guys to do today some of the stuff we love there's free shipping on orders of $49 or more international shipping best there's no commitment to purchase monthly you can skip any month all the designs are done in house okay you can't find these pieces anywhere else and there's always new styles collections and prints are released every month so I was actually just looking at the website because I wanted to tell you guys some of my favorite items and they're not even available anymore they release new stuff all the time the stuff they have right now is insane like the sports bras are so great I was looking to try to find the sports bra I got a couple months back all new sports bras trendier cooler I need all of them to like wear to yoga and now I'm just like rocking leggings in a sports bra when I work out at yoga and do other stuff so loving their sports bras their leggings totally are super high quality they suck you in I'm like loving the Fabletics leggings I love the plain black and also if you're really into prints they have really super cute prints everything is really high quality and looks great and again just different stuff that you're not seeing anybody else wear wear it to your workouts and wear it on the street rock that athleisure the prices are unbeatable you can go to other stores you won't get these prices anywhere and we're going to give you guys an even better deal so right now Fabletics is offering our listeners an incredible deal you won't want to miss get two leggings for only $24 it's a $99 value when you sign up for a VIP so just go to fabletics.com slash GGE to take advantage of this deal now that's fabletics.com slash GGE to get your two leggings for only $24. And remember it is free shipping on orders over $49. And of course, as always get your cute stuff and tag us in your Instagram stories. When you get your fabletics leggings, sports bras, tanks, tees, all the other things. I love good athleisure. It's, it's hard to find. It's good. But I mean, these prices, this stuff is quality. Affordable stuff like this is hard to find. Yeah. Um, so we were really happy to find this. Um, okay. And then guys, we've teamed up with HelloFresh and they are offering everyone in our audience $80 off your first month when you go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE80 and use the code GGE80. Now, I know that we talk about this a lot, but I'm a huge fan of this company and I've been using them for years. So basically, the deal is you pick what you want and they deliver everything that you want to your home. So they make it super easy. There's a million things to choose from. So they have vegetarian food. They have Asian, Italian, Mexican, really like a huge variety of food. And it comes to your house specifically portioned out in these cute little recipe cards, six steps for every recipe. Nothing is ever taking more than 30 minutes to make. And then you have these great recipe cards at home. So I think it's really fun for a girl's night, for a date night, for if you're just coming home after work and you just want to make something easy. I I really can't say enough about their stuff. And this is coming from somebody who went to culinary school and worked in restaurants her whole life. So I love this stuff. Ashley likes to make this stuff too. What did you make the other 
yesterday. I made the pasta Parmesan. It was in this big skillet. I didn't burn the pan. I was proud of myself. Uh, it's on my Instagram too. I loved it. I had it for lunch the next day. And I also love the veggie burrito bowls are one of my favorites. I just, I love so many of the recipes. I've never had a bad one. Me, I literally never had yeah, either. And you can pick them. You pick what you want. So we're giving you guys an awesome discount on this. Again, for $8 off your first month, go to hellofresh.com slash GGE80 and use the code GGG80. All right. So now that we're back, I like what you're saying about like going to therapy and learning about your demons and things like that, because um, you went through like a pretty serious relationship that was like tough for you emotionally. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's why you started going to therapy, right? Well, I was a tennis player and I had dealt with a lot of performance anxiety on the court, but it's all I knew. Like whenever it was match time, I would just like my heart would beat really fast. I would never get out of my head Mm -hmm. and I'd never play well. And I was high-performing player. I played number one for University of Wisconsin. I mm-hmm. played a little professionally. And just, but just because you're good at something doesn't mean it's what you're meant to do, yeah. which is crazy to hear because your whole life is about like being successful. So if you're successful at something, you think it's what your purpose is. Yeah. But like at 22, I was like, fuck this. It doesn't make me happy. But I had to start on the ground floor. Like I thought I was going to be a tennis player right? my whole life. Oh my gosh, right. So my identity was kind of crushed. And I'm not going to lie. I think that I started dating guys because I, I wanted to feel special again. Like tennis was my identity that made me feel special. So I thought that I needed a guy to like, for my ego to show like, see, I'm still important. This cool guy is, you know, dating me. So I've always been like a monogamous dater and I've been around. And then like a recent relationship, I kind of was like, this guy's the one. And then blindly just like wanted to make it work and started to lose who I was in it. And that's when I stopped and was like, I need to see a therapist and realize why this pattern's happening and how I find my own voice again. Because yeah. life is just like doing what you want to do. It's just sometimes hard to know what you want. Right. Well, I, I, and I feel like that's probably where a lot of people just get the anxiety and depression of like, what, is, what am I, what's my purpose? Like, what yeah. am I doing? Anxiety is, I think, the emotion of you not being aligned with your purpose. Yeah. Or like aligned with your true identity. It's like sometimes your body will tell you when something's wrong. Like you're ever like with the wrong person and suddenly you're like losing your appetite or like your heart beats fast. You keep getting migraines or like you're bloated all the time. Maybe it's your body telling you um, to stop eating cheese, first of all, but second of all. <laughs> yeah, dairy is a problem. <laughs> dairy is a problem. Um, take your lactate, but also this might be not, not be right for you. And it's hard because we all have stories in our head of what love and success is, but sometimes it's not what you thought when you were a kid. That nine-year-old Hannah, I felt like I was disappointing because I wasn't going to be a tennis player. I wasn't going to do whatever, but I realized nine-year-old Hannah doesn't understand life like I do now. Yeah. Right. Well, we said that on an episode with, um, a, we had my friend Kelly on, she's a medium tarot reader, life coach type of person. And that it's like the number one thing is like, listen to your body. Yeah. And I think people get, they're like, Oh, you, I have butterflies. I'm like, that's probably not good. It's anxiety. Like you're yeah. supposed to be with somebody that makes you feel comfortable and safe. I like and to like, say, feel like home, feel like home. Uh, exactly. And so I, I just love that message. Was that we went to therapy because you were like, I feel depressed. I feel anxious. Oh yeah. I, um, I was, we get a lot of messages from girls. Like, I was I'm dating depressed, a I'm guy anxious. and, um, he was everything on paper that I thought I wanted. Like he, and I couldn't eat for three weeks. Oh my God. And I am a like insane eater. Italian Jew. I'm an yeah. Italian Jew. Like eating is my life. All I do yeah. while I'm eating lunch is think 
what I'm eating for dinner. So, so what was he like on paper? What was the good? So on paper, he, you know, he was super successful and driven with his career. He, um, was very smart. He was very handsome. He was tall, which is the most important thing. (laughs) Um, he had money. If that's something you care about, and my friends thought it was amazing I was dating him because he had some, like, clout in the world. And then it took me a couple months to realize, like, wait, I don't think he might be perfect on paper, but I don't think we're perfect for each other, which Disney doesn't teach you that shit. Right. Disney teaches, like, who she doesn't even, hasn't even met the prince. And she's like, how do I marry the prince? That's literally how we live our life. We're I like, know. where's my prince? No, you're going to know because your heart tells you. Yeah. And I started to realize, like, I don't know everything about love, but I do believe in this whole like gardener flower thing. Mm-hmm. And I think he was a flower and he needed a gardener, someone to like hold him down and like be strong for him and support him emotionally and all of his stuff. Where like I was a fucking flower too. So to, so I was trying to be his gardener and I didn't feel like I was getting any of the attention that oh I wanted. God, yeah. And like I just started to wilt. And next thing you know, I was a I was a lame ass, ugly flower and I didn't like myself. <laughs> I'm very into metaphors, by the way. Wait, I want to like, I want to like dive is, deep into this one. Yeah, though. I feel like this is a very um, quotable episode already. And I, I mean, love is caring, but like everyone has a place of what they are. And I wanted him to garden for me too. Yeah. And I don't think he was emotionally ready for that. And I'm using so many general metaphors, but it's because I'm trying to make it applicable to everyone. Like you want to be with someone that you don't want to feel like you have to be smarter or cooler or or funnier. You want to feel like you just being you is like they look at you like you're the only person in the room. And what fucked me up was that I once I started realizing this deep down, I thought I was self-sabotaging myself like I do in tennis. Uh So I was like, wow, you met the perfect guy and now you're getting bad (gasps) anxiety and you're putting it back on yourself. So I started getting like OCD thoughts of like, you're not yourself. You're ruining this relationship. You're all fucked up. Like what's wrong with you? And I just went to like the darkest place. And I know it sounds insane. And part of anxiety is like, say it out loud. And if your friend thinks you're insane, sometimes it makes you calm down but when it's just your voice in your head you're like oh I'm fucking crazy and I'm gonna ruin this guy and I'm ruining myself and I lost myself and who am I and this is my life and next thing you know you can't eat so we just went to a very dark place yeah did you like express these things to him and like how how I did like the problem was is that (laughs) I'm the kind of I was the kind of person in the relationship where he would do little things I mean for example in the very beginning we would hang out every Sunday And then one day he was like, I'm free on Saturday. And I was like, hell yeah, let's hang out. And then like an hour later, he called me and he's like, hey, so like we're ready to hang out Sunday. I don't know if we should hang out Saturday and Sunday. And I was like, dude, like I just want to see you. And I immediately felt like he had this like wall up with me. And I immediately felt like I had to earn his love just like not to back it up to tennis, but I always felt like I had to earn, you know, the love of people by winning. Cause as a kid, when you win, people give you positive attention. Mm-hmm. When you lose, you were felt like a shithole. Yeah. So, um, I never used that word before. That was weird. I don't know why I used it. Um, <laughs> it sounded okay. Thank you. It came out. Okay. You guys didn't act weird about it, but it, I mean, I process it was weird. It was weird. Um, you, I, could, I think you meant shit bag, but I, 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 I don't like dirt meant. bag and, sh- and asshole. And I just got all mixed up in my head. It was a negative connotation. No, girl, girl. (laughs) 
so when I found myself just being like, you have to be better, which is so normal for a person to be like, yeah. you finally met your prince. Now you have to become the princess for him. Yeah. And everything I was doing was never good enough. Like he still didn't want to really see me all the time. So I didn't. And I also didn't feel like once I'd call, I called him and he was just like, yo, what's up? Like I was bothering him. Oh no. So these little things are things that he probably doesn't even know, <sighs> but they hurt my self-esteem to the point that like I was walking on eggshells around him, but I thought it's because I just wasn't good enough. And then everything he'd do, I just like he always talked about his ex and things that they would do. What? That, well, he would he would he would complain <laughs> like I, I hate <laughs> how they do this. I hate it. And he's we've we have we had such an amazing good breakup because since then he's been like I know that was a mistake. He he said it was like walking with dirt through your house that was clean, like mm. just bringing dirt from he's past relationship. Oh. Um, oh, his like God. exes his ex were the like dirt. the dirt. Mm-hmm. Nothing against his exes, all beautiful queens, but um. Mm. But we, <laughs> oh, I wish you could see our faces, guys. <laughs> that was the fakest shit I ever heard. <laughs> I also don't know why I called them queens. That was weird. <laughs> I thought that was weird. They're the dirt. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, then- want, I want to connect something that you said before to this. And you said that sometimes like when you meet people, you're so concerned with how you're coming off that you forget that they're also concerned with that. Like you were so worried about how you were coming off. Like he also has mental health problems and issues, yeah. right? Like, so that's a too. great point. When we broke up, I, cause he, the whole time was like, you're my person, you're my soulmate. Oh. And in my head, I was like, but it doesn't feel right. But mm-hmm. I didn't say anything. Yeah. And when he was talking about his exes of all the things they did wrong, I was like taking notes in my head like, okay, so don't get mad at him when he's when he does this mm-hmm. and don't bother him when he does that. So next thing you know, I'm like constructing this perfect human based on him. But I think subconsciously he was kind of doing that a little with me. So we were just missing each other. We yeah. were to- two people just missing the intimacy. But then fucking social media and, and people in your life are like, oh my God, you guys are adorable yeah. oh my god we love you too and it confuses you it really confuses you and you don't know how you actually feel you mean you thought that he was saying to you all these things to stop you from being like that like you think he was manufacturing you I think he knows that he what he he wanted to like be in love with me and he knows that he wanted me to be his partner but like I didn't feel like it was real and that's why I was so confused and thought that I was self-sabotaging it I'm like we're we're supposed we're perfect he knows we're perfect but I don't feel right so if you when you hold it in for all that time you, and you change who you are, that's where anxiety comes. So one day I literally called him and was like, yeah, I can't do this. I'm done. I can't do this. I haven't eaten in three weeks. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like yeah. he was blindsided. But what I wish I did is this is what I like to say. First date, be you. Like I like cats and horoscopes. A lot of the time, that's like pepper spray to men. Mm-hmm. But for a man who is cool with that and he's being me, then we're past that. We're moving on. He's not allergic to yeah. cats. Let's go. Don't wait seven months and then be like, by the way, like this is my weird side and then realize you wasted your time. I'm 27. I yeah. can't fake that shit anymore. Right. And I'm not fake anything for the rest of my life. Yeah. Did you feel like you had faked it up top with him? Or I think that I was trying to be something that I wasn't. Right. The gardener? Yeah, and girl, I do not garden. I'm from New York City. I don't even know how to plant something. Well, Ashley's like that too, sort of. Ashley's sort of like, and you can explain your own, but I think that you understand what you are and what you want a relationship. Yeah. But it takes time. Like, and it's what happened to me was cool. It was okay. We're good. Yeah. It was part of me now knowing what I want and what I need and being 
probably finding a better person for me because I didn't just settle and I know myself better now. We're going to take our second break really quickly and then I'm going to talk about me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, Reina. All right. We're talking about living proof. Usually you talk about living proof. I'm going to let you have it because this is about your hair issues today. Yes. <laughs> I have a lot of hair issues in the summertime, but this is uh, the shampoo uh, and hair care company that Ashley and I have been like completely converted to. It's all we use is all of their products. So their shampoo, yes. their conditioner, their hairspray, et cetera. Um, but they have a line that's amazing for summer. It's it's their no frizz shampoo and conditioner and nourishing styling cream. Uh, I have really curly, frizzy Jewish hair. Allegedly. You always say this and I've never seen it. It's just, it's so nasty. And like, regardless of your hair, people have frizz issues in the summer. Huge frizz issues. And especially if you take like public transportation or you walk (laughs) a block. (laughs) Um, So they have a no frizz shampoo, conditioner and styling cream. And it's great. I used it. It will frizz prone your hair. Um, It repels dirt and oil, which also means you can wash your hair less often because I think a lot of these products that you put on your hair to defrizz it actually makes it like a Mm -hmm. little oily that I've found. Or weigh it down. Yeah. And I have to wear it. I have to wash it all the time. Yeah. Um, So this uh, will actually help you wash your hair less. And then the styling cream styles smooths conditions eliminates frizz it blocks humidity uh, without laying the, weighing the hair down um, so you actually just spray it on dry hair and then you go yeah and I gave it to my mom my mom my mom is literally looks like Monica from Friends in that episode when they're like in Barbados like my mom's hair is she's the frizz queen and she's in Ireland right now and I like loaded her up with this oh, so sweet. and she's yeah. like texting me from Ireland she's like it's working like a charm that's amazing it's so good they're, I mean really they're great and we only plug products that we like and that we use and I use it every single day. So we're going to give you guys a discount. You can ditch the frizz and make the switch to Living Proof today by visiting livingproof.com slash GGE and use the promo code GGE to get 20% off any of their no frizz products. That's livingproof.com slash GGE promo code GGE. And you guys can check out the hair care stuff that Ashley and I use every day. Yes. Also guys, we want to tell you about Lola. Lola is a female founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. And they also have a line of sex products made with women in mind. So this is what Rain and I use to get our tampons, our hygiene wipes, you know, you get a little, uh, little, uh, musty in the musty summer. Little, what's the word? A little, little gamey down there in the summer. Well, Ashley doesn't Ashley doesn't wear underpants. So So I need those hygiene wipes, but um, yeah, pads, liners as well. But uh, yeah, every month we get, we get our box of tampons at the the flow we want and you can customize it. If you're going to travel, you can pause your subscription, all that. That's one of the things that we love about Lola and also the sex line, which is condoms, lube, condoms and lube and the wipes. They go with both because you know, they're in my nice. It's a cleanup. Right next to You got to get the cleanup. Um, And we love that you could do good with your purchase for every purchase. Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. That's just like so important. So for 40% off subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter GGE to get started. That's mylola.com and enter GGE. All right. We're back. And that was enough about Hannah. So we're back to Ashley. No, I just, I, 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 there's, I know who you're, you dated and I know he has some trauma, like childhood trauma. And this was my situation with my ex too, of just like, these people are just, they're wired a little bit differently. And it's sometimes hard to grasp when you're with somebody that you are like, this is the person. Nobody's ever made me laugh like this. Yeah. Like nobody. I mean, our I, banter was Our banter incredible. is like, there, no one will ever have that again forever. No. I'm like, I'm In the certain. history of the world. Yes. He was so perfect for the time for me. And he yeah. taught me so much, but because of his trauma, he also was a little ashamed of it and didn't know how to verbalize his needs. And he's also a cancer. 
So yeah. like he would clam up and yeah. I would just feel like I can't help him. But there's, I loved what you said of like, this was, this was in my head too. I was like, oh, this is the guy, whatever we need to do to make this work. Th- oh, this I is chose my- he was the guy's second date. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to marry yeah. him. And a little bit differently. I was myself straight out of the gate. We were great until we weren't like when you're in that still new phase, you're kind of your best self. And then the closer sometimes we get to people, then the real shit starts to come out. Like, cause then you feel like this person's close to you. You have something to lose. Like it's all, it's all like a fucked up well, thing. The people like that are closest science. to you can hurt you most. In the beginning, your pheromones are popping. Yeah. You feel, it's all, you feel high like a drug. And then six months later, you're like, who are you? Yeah. Well, what is your name? And why are you in my house? <laughs> and I just think, I mean, Rain and I have talked about this, like with this person that had kind of a lot of trauma and a lot of things like, which is not his fault. We were just a mismatch. Like I had a lack of empathy that I've since like gotten way better. I've learned a ton. I went to therapy. That relationship taught me so much. We just weren't ever going to be a match. Like somebody that really is, has a lot of insecurities and a lot of sensitivities and needs a lot of like the gardening and the care is just not probably going to match with me. And I don't think that he necessarily needs somebody that has the same upbringing and all the same bag of shit, but it's somebody that's just is more compassionate and empathetic and wants to be more of a nurturer and a caretaker. And I think he found this great match for him. And, you know, your ex may or may not find somebody for him. He might be like a little more fucked up, but I'm just saying like, it's sometimes it's not a match. You can be like, we are perfect. We walk in a room and the room lights up and nobody makes me laugh like this. And the sex is great. And oh my God, and this is my soulmate. How could I ever beat this? And it could still be the wrong person. Yeah. And I think it's like a hard pill to swallow. Honestly, I feel like it's a person back to the beginning that makes you feel like you're at home. Yeah. Because sometimes the guys that you're like so nervous to text or you get like so excited to text them. Like if I like to say, if you have to think too long about texting them back, they're not the one. I don't care when in the relationship. I think you could use that as a measurement. I think so too. Like that, any solid relationship I've ever been in, I'm sure like Raina can attest to this too. There were no games. It was like constant no. communication. Like I felt so comfortable. I felt like this you person never thought it was beautiful. Like yeah. I never, I thought this, If you should never feel like you need to look a certain way or act a certain way around <gasps> your person. Like they yeah. should think you were like the most beautiful, special person or your relationship is not going to work. I hate to tell you right I, now. One of going back to my tweets, because I like to use them <laughs> as examples. <laughs> I said, if you feel like you have to put makeup on when you FaceTime him, he's not the one, sis. It's it's so it's true. so true. Okay, well, listen, pump the brakes. I put makeup on when I FaceTime my dad or Ashley or anyone else. You need else, to talk to okay? a therapist about that. I, I'm, I'm actually, I've accepted things that are wrong with me. My dad said something to me once and it's how I live my life. My dad said, there's a lot of things wrong with you, but I love you anyways. And that is how I live my life about me. Okay. There's a lot of things wrong with me. Do you know, me, it's funny in my fine. last relationship at one point. Because I think we both put each other on pedestals, which is so bad. At one point, I was like, what annoys you about me? And he goes, you're perfect. And I was like, fuck, this is bad. Right. Because, like, I love being the annoying... Like, I love being very playful in my relationships. Like, I dated a guy who had OCD. So I would eat popcorn, and, like, it would drop on the couch, and he'd be like, don't you dare eat that. And I would just, like, slowly go to my mouth, and he's like, don't do it, don't do it. And that's, like, (laughs) so fun to be my annoying, playful self. I don't want to feel like I have to have it together all the time. Well, that's a a scary place to be. And, like, my ex certainly did that with me also. Like, I similar to Ashley, I dated somebody that had some pretty bad childhood trauma just from family stuff. And, like, I think he 
put me on this pedestal. And like, it is, you, you will never live up to that pedestal. No. They are just disappointed and mad at the end of the day. <laughs> you know? And then like, you also feel like you can't fart ever. Like if, if you feel like, like I don't obviously don't want to fart in my boyfriend's face, but like if I feel like if I fart, it's going to be the end of the world. Uh, yeah. I can't live the rest also of my life Also a like red that. flag. Yeah. Once like, I yeah, had, I'm not out here farting, but like if I do, we better laugh about it and then yeah, have sex. Exactly. You know, like, that's Ashley's foreplay. Farting. It's, no, no, it's actually the only actually, way I can come. My fart, we better fuck immediately. Okay? If you can't handle me at my farts, you don't deserve me at my fucking. Yeah. Okay. Tweet that shit. Tweet that shit. Oh my god. But inspired my, by Hannah. My, my favorite tweet to bring it all together is um, dating. What is the fucked up? Oh yeah. Um, you have to find someone whose parents fucked them up in a compatible way to how your parents fucked you up. So it doesn't have to be the same level of trauma, but it has to be compatible. Yeah, that's also a screenshot. I, I agree. But I also think usually people end up with something that's a similar family structure to them. It's just how it works. But I also think... Because you have like the same love story in your head of what a family yes, is. But I still think that there is and I've seen it happen where there's somebody that has all that trauma and there's somebody that really doesn't, but they're just a different type of person. And I, yeah. I know that's kind of my ex I talk about. I'm sure that the person he ended up with is like just really patient, compassionate, nurturing, loving, all these things. And I don't know her family structure, but she's just built to handle it. And yeah. I was not equipped to handle it. And like we, I just look back, I'm like, God, we were just didn't know how to handle each other. And it's like mm -hmm. a shame. And I think that's what you had with your ex and Raina with hers when you're like, man, this is like actually like real like love and it's really special and rare, mm -hmm. but like we can, we're not a match. But it's true. Like you're never going to love someone quite like you loved them. Like I'm never going to date a guy and have the kind of relationship I did with him. But also like you I, might, I, right? I might, I want to I mean, no, no, but <laughs> it's, it's going to be different. different. You know? It's going to be a different, different kind of yeah. love. You have so many More different stable. kinds of loves. <laughs> But I think that, like, I think wisdom tells you that, like, your partner's going to have problems. You're going to have problems. Yeah. You can support them. You should take care of them. But, like, it has to be a way that you're equipped to take care of. And yeah. I don't know that I even knew that I did take care of my partner. Like, he grew up with a mother that was bipolar. She was an alcoholic. He had mm -hmm. a brother who also was born with, like, some real serious mental illness. Mm -hmm. And, like, he just seemed fine. Mm -hmm. But then he would go through these bouts of depression where he, like, couldn't get out of bed and, like, mm -hmm. couldn't hold a job down. And I just, I didn't know what to do for him. And, like, I wasn't fighting with him or mad at him it was just like I didn't know to say like maybe we should seek some outside help for you yeah maybe we should talk to somebody I like I didn't know how to accept that like I couldn't fix this mm -hmm. and I'm not the one that should be medically on the hook for this and yeah. I'm not doing anything wrong I just can't help you and that was really tough for me I mean ultimately like all of his anxieties and problems were what broke us up yeah. but like I'm not mad at him. I understand it, but like I certainly wasn't equipped to deal with it yeah, and that's okay. I, but he hadn't dealt with it yet. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I think trauma, everyone has trauma. We're yeah. not shitting on trauma right now. No. We're saying try to f deal with your trauma. Like yeah. I had trauma and he actually exacerbated the stuff that I thought I was over with Ugh. that br it got it brought back up. up. And that's yeah. a good thing because mm -hmm. I might've repeated the same pattern mm -hmm. of going after the wrong guy and ended up with someone who was like, okay for me so it's like no matter how fucked up your parents fucked you up work on ending the pattern of fucked upness because like I feel like life starts when you realize you have a bad pattern and you stop it and like yes. my ex taught me that I had a bad pattern and mm -hmm. my therapist helped me stop it and I still have to work on it every day and reality TV was a way for me to actually spread it to the masses a little more and be like yo we all get involved with narcissists sometimes we all get involved in people that can make you feel like shit we all get involved in you know there's so many fucked up people out there or just people that aren't meant for you right 
now, I mean, A, I'm older, I've had experience and we do this podcast. We have learned a lot from that. I can sense kind of like the the trauma, the instability, the daddy issues from a mile away. And I'm not touching them. I'm done. I did it. I did it. I'm not doing it. It's not going to work for me unless somebody is really doing the work. And I think and like, then they're like stronger for it. And right. that's hot. And so pe- yes, exactly. Like they're go, if you go to therapy, that's like the new, like sexy, like turn on. But <laughs> I just think if, if, if women are listening to this and we have a lot of younger listeners and yeah. they sense that this guy has a lot of that and maybe he's taking it out on them or he has depression and anxiety and trauma and all these things, PTSD from his childhood, all these things like, if they aren't dealing with it, if they don't think that they need to go to therapy and they don't think they need to deal with it and they aren't really working on themselves, like it's going to be a rough ride. And it's not your job to fix it. And them. it's not your job. And I, that will be emotionally exhausting and that will tarnish who you are sometimes. Well, it's not, yeah. you're not going to win. I mean, like everybody on this podcast knows my story, but like this guy ultimately left me. We were engaged. He left me the day after our engagement party. And like, I fucking hate what he did to me. Oh, I got chills. But I don't hate him for it. Do you no. know what I mean? Like, I understand. He wasn't a bad guy. We had a beautiful relationship the entire time we were together. We really did. I don't think he enjoyed what he did to me. I think right. it was bred from some incredibly serious psychological issues mm-hmm. that he needed to deal with. And just because he was telling me he was fine all the time does not mean he was fine. Yep. And I'm not a mind reader, so it's I'm not on the hook for that. You know, Also, I, it sounds like I you dodged in. a bullet. Totally. Yeah, also, he's in therapy now. Yes. We for, he's been for years for years um i saw him randomly like a week well, whatever ago. whole other story but d- you um, didn't know that until recently right that he started going to therapy yeah right? i didn't know and you know when we were together i tried to be the therapist also we were young i don't know they needed for knew that yeah. he needed therapy but like that's true too. i tried to make sure he was fine and there's nothing wrong with me for not being a mind reader he said i'm fine and i had to believe that he was fine it's actually so hot when a guy or a girl is self-aware of their trauma yeah. and consciously working on it like it's just so hot yeah i'm turned on right now it, it really it is like I mean we're gonna get back together and do some therapy <laughs> yeah Raina guys <laughs> spoiler alert Raina and her ex are engaged again well <laughs> yeah but I mean what do you where do you stand now like would you sign up for another guy that you felt had some of this depression anxiety trauma so to get over my breakup I like purely objectified men <laughs> I like was like, I'm just dating six, two and up. And I just like had no emotion and guys can sense that. And I was just numb to it because my body like it's like getting in a car crash. You're like, I don't want to get in a car for like a year. Yeah. So I was just like having fun. And then you realize that it's ultimately not that fun. Like life is about connections. Like the one way to get out of depression is connecting with other people and finding similarities. So I've actually been seeing a guy right now who I literally have done everything in my power to push his ass away. Yes. Because also when we first started seeing he's on my friend group so that's a red flag like that could get complicated yeah. he's like works in my industry so that could potentially be annoying know, he emailed us yeah he emailed <laughs> you guys he's such Spoiler a alert, we actually know every guy that hannah's ever slept with <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be on the podcast next week, on the podcast next week. <laughs> um i actually was into him he's this is so embarrassing he's under six feet <laughs> Ew. First, I want to say I do not short shame. And like, all I want is a guy that's my height. But well, I, I don't I don't like short shame. I feel like tall, I'm starting to realize, I feel like tall guys have gotten so much in their life just because they're tall. Like you could be, have literally like a broken face and, but you're tall and yeah. you will get things Do you know Nikki Glaser's bit about this? No. So she does a bit and I also just saw her film or special of like you, that's, you need to go for the short guys because they've had to like work for it and be funny. And it's also how you get a hot guy in a discount. So she <laughs> says you, also, can, you can get a hot face on like a I'm five actually, nine I'm going to see her tonight. And it's such a good bit. This yes. guy is not a comedian. He's 
I call him Mr. Grumpy. He's like grumpy and shy. Like grumpy, shy men turn me on so much because <laughs> they're the opposite of me. And if I can make them laugh, it like brightens my day. And he thinks that I'm just like hysterical because yeah. I'm like out there. He does. He's not annoyed by me. Like I've had guys call me loud and I'm like, bitch, if you think I'm loud, fuck you. Get ready. Sorry that I'm a girl who's taking up space. Go yep. fuck yourself. But um, I actually have a good move for the single girls out there because okay. this guy, he, I could tell he liked me and I liked him, but there were a lot of reasons why it shouldn't happen. I um didn't hook up with a guy for like a month, which is bad because then you have like a little relapse. And I was like making out with drunk with guys at the bar being wild and he was there and I hugged him and I like kissed him on the cheek and then we started to like kiss and then he ended up hooking up with a different girl that night I was making out with some guy who tasted like cigarettes learn how to jewel don't jewel because it's bad for you but like who the fuck no, still smokes cigarettes? cigarettes still it was a bad night but anyway I was oh, that's Jenny why I knew he liked me because like you're not gonna kiss me if you hate me or think I'm you know a terrible person so it was his 30th birthday and he couldn't I couldn't go because it was my mom's 50th, 55th, and um, she birthed me from her vagina, so I had to go to hers. Yeah. Um, so I texted him, and I said, let me take you out to dinner for your birthday. Nice. So, like, I'm all about, it's okay to make the first move. Guys are as, like, nervous as you, but then see if they follow. So then he responded, why do I feel like this is going to turn to me taking you out to dinner? And I'm like, ooh. And I go, you are. Because he knew he was going to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, so it's like, I basically let him know like, Hey, I'm cool with this. If you're cool with this. And then we yeah. went out to dinner and then like, let's take it slow. But like, then I, then I freaked out and was like, I have a reality TV show going on. And if we get renewed, that means you have to get involved. And it's so complicated and you're too pure to get involved in this. And I don't want to, I don't want this to happen. I'm too busy and my schedule's crazy. And he goes, are you done? And I'm <sighs> like, yeah. And he, and he's like, okay, let's go home. And I'm like, you still want to hang out? And he's like, yeah, I just don't really believe you. Ladies, this is the thing. Literally, like, you is, can do anything if he wants to be with he you. He will you do it. Yeah, absolutely. The right no. dude. You shouldn't be trying matter. to make someone like you. If yes, you're trying you to make someone like you, it's never going to work. And when you try, you're so not yourself. Like me on a first date trying to be yeah. cool, Hannah, is um, a sad, sad sight. Well, we ask, we get people to ask us all the time, like, well, what happens if you guys get into a serious relationship? Like, do you talk about the guy on the show and things like that? I can't date a guy that would have a problem with that. I got to be honest. And I'm not going to be able to convince somebody to not feel like that. Well, and, yeah, because he didn't sign up for this, but he supports it. Like he watches every episode. He doesn't talk shit about it. He thinks it's so great he gets into it he even like with my podcast he'll text me and be like hey I like how you did this have you ever tried that but he calls me out of my shit too yes this is perfect I love someone who's like just the right amount of mean I also <laughs> love what you said first of all step one skip his birthday ladies um so, but we we talked about this I feel like a little bit with Mark Manson and some other episodes that we've had of like you don't have to straight up like ask a guy out, but put this thing out there that you're into it mm -hmm. and then let them put take it, it into from the there. universe. Like and the, see what happens. I really strongly believe that. Like let this guy know you're interested. It's hot. And then see where he takes. You don't have to be like, Hey, I'm going to pick you up and we're going to go on a right. date. Like you don't need not, to check in. You no. don't need to like double check about the also, plan. We yes. would, like, One time pick him up. Like right. you just, you're not the, you don't have to be the man here, but like let it smack his ass. Yes. <laughs> Pay for dinner with your black card. Like, <laughs> just but put it out there. I love that you did that. Yeah. I mean, I'm 
I like approaching guys. I think it's fun. Um, I have the strategy where you go and you talk to the like friend who's less attractive to you first to be comfortable. And then like next thing you know, your boys with the friend. And then that guy, if he wants to talk to you and he's wondering why isn't she talking to me, he will. You don't have to really right. put yourself out there, out there. I have a lot of games. By the end of the day, it's not about winning. It's not about the game. Me and him actually like, didn't even text all the time. Like we would go a week without texting, but he'll just like at night, at like after work, be like, hey, let's grab dinner. Because it's not about any of like, how much did he text me? He texted me a paragraph. Do I text a paragraph? Like, but you feel comfortable and you don't have anxiety around it. Like, that's the thing. Like, you only get all amped up of like, why isn't he texting when it's the wrong person and you don't feel comfortable? But when you're young, you have to go through those relationships. I know. It's easy for us in our 30s to be like, to say this when like, if I mean, when we were your age, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But like, it was all, it sucked. It was all anxiety and crazy games and shit like that. I don't know. It sucks for somebody to tell you that they don't like something about you. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show, but I was, I really liked this guy for a long time and I was out with him one night and he said to me, dating somebody as public public of you is my worst nightmare. And I mm. was with him at this bar and I left and I was crying on the street and I was just like, I like this person so much and I don't know like what to do. And is everybody going to feel like this about me now? Like forever that I'm just going to like put them on blast on this show and this guy won't be with me. And I was really fucked up about it. And the, the honest truth is like, that guy's not my guy not and yet. I'm not going to change my whole life just to impress one person. Cause there's now. a guy out there who's going to see what you're doing and be so impressed by it and be like, wow, she's my soulmate. Yeah. I hate to use reality TV as an example, but do you guys watch Vanderpump with Stassi? All right. It does. Oh my God. You need to catch up on your reality TV. I know. I don't even know how we're friends. Like, how do you numb your brain at night? I don't know. I look at my own Instagram story. (laughs) Same. (laughs) (laughs) That too. I always have time for that. Ashley's more of like the depths of the internet picks a cause every night around 1am. I like go deep on Twitter. Like, Oh yeah. um, Conspiracy theories. Last night I was like, did you see like Axe Body Spray like clapped back about the straight straight pride parade? And so I just like, I lay in bed and like go real deep on the internet and then it's 4am. So I'd probably be better just like watching Vanderpump and putting my phone away, but here we are. I'm obsessed with Stassi's boyfriend. So Stassi was dating this guy, Patrick, for years on the show. He actually hated reality TV. He got her to quit the show at one point. She Mm -hmm. came back. He refused to be on camera and it was just like a tumultuous relationship. Then she meets this guy, Bo, who was just an angel. I sent you the the photo of them the other day. And he's just like, thinks everything she does is the coolest. He's brought out a side to her that's like sweet and cool, but also weird. Like Uh if you can be weird and silly, that is, isn't that what life's about? Who wants to have serious conversations all the time? I know. I don't. So Stassi is kind of a cool example of like when you meet the right guy, you don't feel like a bitch for choosing your career. Right. And Raina, that guy too, he's fucked up too. You know, like some of these guys, like they put their shit on you. Like, I think it's God forbid I'm successful and proud of what I do. Because he's not even successful. He's probably just jealous. Also, guys get jealous. Sometimes like a guy you think a guy can be very competitive with you. Yes. And competitiveness in friendships and in men is insecurity and not healthy. It's insecurity and they put it on you. And I just feel like that's a thing you learn as you get older is like, oh, this has nothing to do with me. This oh, is no. like your shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when right. you're- It was his shit. Yeah. It's not my- Also, if you know me, if you're good friends with me, if you've ever even dated me, you know I don't put you on blast. Yeah. That, the fact that that person even thought that about me is What's a his crazy name? thing. <laughs> What's his Instagram <laughs> handle? <laughs> I would never what put him on blast. On? I would never put him on blast. Jeremy Brown, I would never put you on blast. I was going to say he 
Wait, never I, on an episode, but I was like, oh. Wait, I know yeah. Jeremy Brown too from Atlanta. You They're do? probably like, Jeremy from Atlanta. It's not that guy. It's not him. It's not him. Not One time I used a fake name and, and said like, yeah, whatever has a little dick, like Tom Smith that lives at da 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 has, and someone was like, I know him. And I'm like, yeah, it was a fake name. It was like a John Doe name. Can't oh, hide anything. Um, also, can we say somebody that you did date that has been on the show? Who? Hannah has dated Dan Soder. Oh, yes. Um, and we think that's why Dewey threw her a little shade when she came in. Because as you know, Dan that's is Dewey's dad. Dewey's dad. And Dewey... Wait, there are, he's officially... Oh, my he's God. He's not... No, he's not officially Dewey's dad. Who is... But he's been inside of Ashley's bedroom with Dewey. But, okay, I thought you said inside of Ashley. I was, I was like, like, is this like, how wow. you're going to tell me? Okay, intervention time. <laughs> he, but he, he wrote a song for Dewey. He wrote the thank you next for dogs. And I feel like that's why Dewey knew when you came in that he was like, I'm team Dan and I'm so sorry. Wow. That's wow. why he wanted to be in the room um, with us. If I'd known this, I would have prepared some kind of melody. Um, also, he probably smells my cat on me. But um, oh, yeah, that's too, that's Dan true. loves big dogs. He probably was like, who's that was my Dan impression. Just like the lowest voice ever. Wait, do you do Dan? Yeah. Do you do the impression? Do I do? Oh my God. He's the king of impressions. It's insane. Um, Barack Obama. Okay, this is my impression of Dan. This is going to be mean, but like you have to, it's not mean, but you have to kind of know him. But he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm so tall. Just holding my coffee. Uh, I had a long day. Yeah, I'm tired. Do you want to smoke? Am I high? Am I high? I smoke sometimes. Yeah, I love video games. Wrestling is awesome. <laughs> wrestling is so awesome. I love wrestling. Girls hate that I love wrestling. And they hate, girls just hate me. Every girl hates me. I'm, I'm funny, though. Dewey, Dewey. Now come over here, Dewey. And I love dogs. Get over, Dewey. Get over, Dewey. I can't do I actually haven't heard his voice in a while because it's triggering for me. But that's what he says. Honestly, I, I can't listen on podcasts because I know all his stories and I'm like, oh, you're telling that one now. Okay. But um, heard it. Heard it. Was there for it. It's about he's me. He's inspired me to start a podcast, I think, too, because he's so fucking good at podcasts and we would just sit around and I and banter. Yeah. And like to see how his mind, his genius comedy mind worked, I think inspired me, inspired me so much. And I was like, if he could do it, like, I feel like I can pursue my own thing yeah and awesome. I was in video production and and um I like tweeting Dewey you don't have to make that sound when I talk <laughs> you don't have to make it that obvious that you hate my Guys, voice Dewey just gave her the finger I don't Dewey, know <laughs> I didn't even know dogs could do that <laughs> <laughs> he grew it just for you oh no he's <laughs> He's, this is my dad's ex-wife. He's gagging now. <laughs> he's gagging. <laughs> also, I'm very jealous that Dewey has a nicer bed than me. It's honestly gorgeous. It's nice. I think Dan bought it for him. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh when my Dan God. came over to record, it was so weird. He had this big box and he was like, Dewey. Oh, yeah. We broke up because Dan connected with dogs better than humans. So that's how we ended up where we are. Take that, Dan. <laughs> Oh my God, this is actually therapeutic for me because I've actually never told anyone that I dated him. Oh, are we allowed? Like your parents? No, I've never said it in any like public capacity. Like even on my podcast, I haven't talked about it. But like our breakup was very healthy. We like basically had a phone call where we just cried it out and we're both like, yeah, I admit this. I admit this. This wasn't working. This wasn't working. And then I was like, we both need to work on ourselves and we both need time away from each other. Yeah. And And you're friends now. Every three months we get coffee mm-hmm. and we laugh. At, at, we still have great banter, which is difficult for me because every now and then I'm like, are we fucking? Um, and he's like, oh, no, no. He's like, <laughs> don't get no. any ideas. Honey, no. And then I was like. He was here. And we were both like, should we fucking? <laughs> I don't know. He's so fuckable. He's but so lovable. He also, like, he's so funny. I mean, lo- funny, whatever. Sorry. <laughs> Ashley's flustered. I don't know if you can love him. I don't know his bag of <laughs> issues, but whatever. 
I don't want to say lovable. But it was like Fuckable. nice Fuckable. that uh, like to talk to him, but understand like, cause we're not friends. Like I'm not, f- I can't ever be friends with him, but yeah. it's nice to check in with someone you've cared about so much and mm-hmm. be like, you good. Yeah. And it was good for my closure to be like the first time I saw him, I cried the whole time at the coffee shop. It was terrible. Yeah. But I needed that. Yeah. And sometimes it's not selfish to be like, I need to talk to you and we- talk some shit out. Sometimes you can, when you go through breakups, obviously you guys had a really healthy breakup, but sometimes it happens. You're super angry. I've dealt with that, but it's also, it's always nice to get to that point where like, I hope this person's doing well. I cared about them, you know, and it's nice that you guys can even like meet up face to face and and do that. I don't know. Like you're cool with your. Cool-ish. I think we're not, but we're the same way as you. We're not friends. I also, I've never. We're not going to be friends. I've never had sex with an ex. Ever? I only have sex with exes. Exclusively. Literally, we went to DC and I was like, Ashley, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to have sex with my oh, ex. please. For weeks, I was like, I'm not. I literally was around him for like 25 minutes before he was like, You want to go? I was like, yes. Yes, and, I do. And I was like, Wait, can I come? He's so hot. <laughs> I've been talking shit on him for like a year. He walked into the room and Ashley's like, I like his vibe. <laughs> oh my God. You are the worst friend. I know. No matter how hot he looks, you have to be like, He's terrible. But he, he's, he's not terrible. like the he ex. Is. He's like she. Raina never yeah. loved him. You know? like, <laughs> he's not a guy that fucked her over because oh. that. But he was like the guy that Raina could fuck him right now and be like, oh, "Can you leave? I'm over this." Like yeah. they just didn't have. That's not like the ex. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she had talked shit on this guy for this since the day we met. She's like, "Oh, he's the worst. I You're gonna like hate him." Everyone and has I was this. Like, what? You're like, I'm kind of into it. I feel like everyone has the same kind of exes. You have like the ex, which is the one you'll like never really yeah. forget and have a special place in your heart. You have the ex that um ruined you you have the ex that like is so fucking annoying and you're embarrassed to even tell people you dated <laughs> you, know? you know like I dated this one guy because yes. he was a bouncer in college and he also was a um a mascot and I thought it was hilarious I have a mascot fetish I have a mascot fetish he was hilarious but like I can't he was just oh my god I my dad would make fun of me all the time and then you date the guy who like doesn't have a job but like says he does. I don't know. I could oh go on and on. Everyone's, he says he's starting an app, but he's just jerking off in his mom's basement. Is he an online trainer? That's a guy that I, that's a guy. He's a founder of nothing on his hinge profile. It just says founder. It's a CEO. It's always a CEO. Oh yeah, CEO I, or a manager. I'm managing my own emotions every day. That's all I'm managing. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's everyone oh, has, yeah, like, you know, I got out of the finance game to start this app and, uh, oh. you know, I'm really doubling down on it, but dad's money and uh, if a guy ever says doubling down just leave right unless you're in vegas you unless know you're in Ve- then you're Ooh. talking about cards yeah this guy was none of those things this guy was like super hot and it doesn't yeah, matter actually, how hot a guy say. is yeah. it doesn't matter i the british guy i'd so if not to give away stuff but i dated this british guy on the show he's so hot he was six six and Oof, nice. um the accent got annoying at some point <laughs> he was done. It's like a language barrier. It wasn't even a language barrier. <laughs> but we had, again, he like, I love attention and he loved attention and he would text me like a hundred times and he would like want to cuddle and all this. And I just was like, you know what? I need alone time for the ever, <laughs> forever. For the ever. <laughs> Wait, I think, I think I need to take a little time. He's like, how much? You're like, all forever. Of it. <laughs> all the time, infinity. Forever. <laughs> Let's set up our next date for never. Is never good for you? Good. Okay, awesome. Let's set up a date for like Wednesday, 2027. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I'm so over hot guys. I like ugly hot guys. Ugly hot. It's a thing. What? Ugly hot. Oh my God. You guys never heard of ugly hot? It's like a kind of guy. It's okay. Like skinny fat? It's 
<laughs> kind of. Oh, who's the guy who's ugly hot? Do you know the guy? I'm who, like ugly hot. Do you, you know, know, I'm like a six, but my personality is great. Don't do that to yourself. Stop. I think it's guys like, do you know Bohemian Rhapsody? The guy like Rami that Malek? That. He's, yeah. he's ugly hot. He, what? No, he's hot. I feel he's like short. he's kind of short. Well, see, and again, I do not short shame. I'm just 5'10". So it's like, I just need, you. Yeah. I'm not going to be like bigger than you. Yeah. But ugly hot is when you have like, st- not you're not stereotypically hot, but there's something about you, like your swag or like your passion yes. for life, okay. how yeah. you carry yourself that makes you super hot. So he's not like the guy you'd notice without talking to, but once you start talking to him, you're like, why are my pants still on? That is That's all what I, I want. want. I don't want, I don't I don't want, want other girls guy. wanting my man. I don't I'm, want that. Oh, ugly hot guys are the fucking I best. want a guy that I think is the hottest guy in the world and no one else thinks yeah. so. <laughs> Stay away from my man. Oh. I don't want you to get naked and look 10 times better than me. Ew. No. 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 I don't, I'm not. I mean, I, hate, I love, I'm, I don't like six packs. I think six packs are fucking vain. No. You're 30. You're not training for yes. like to be a professional athlete. Why do you have a six pack? No. Live your life. Be normal and let me cuddle with your like slightly like dad bod. Dad yeah. bod. I like, I like defined arms. I don't need jacked, but like I got, I can't do like skinny noodle arms. Yeah. Cause you want them to be able to carry you yeah. just in They're case just of emergency. I know. I need like Mateo Lane's arms, <laughs> <laughs> but like a straight guy. But, but a, <laughs> But straight. But like straight. <laughs> Every day I wish Mateo Lane was straight. <laughs> <laughs> he has swag. I love that though. Like I just don't, I do not need anyone to think my man is hot. But I want to, they, they need to think he's funny. That's a, that's a must. Mm. But like, I don't need to walk into a room and people be like, why is he with her? I want people to be like, he must be funny. See, you I'm, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes dating Dan was exhausting because it's like, we get it. You're fucking hilarious. I get it. Like it's every room we walked in. I was like, Jesus Christ. And then like, God forbid, I want to make a joke. And then there's the issue. Oh yeah. In terms of funny, I kind of like a guy who I just want them to have a great sense of humor. I want something to happen in a room and I look at him and we have the same reaction to it. I don't need him to make the whole room laugh every fucking second. No offense, Dan. No offense to you. Right. You're great. That's fair. I just like to like... I like to be the funny couple, you know, oh, yeah. like, I like to be in a relationship where like we get going and people are like, Oh God, I want to be them. Dan and I killed at weddings. <laughs> That's what I'm I, saying. I was thinking about the dance routines at weddings. Like you want to be the comedy of dance routines. We yeah. killed you know? weddings. It was fun. Right before we broke up, we went to a wedding. That was fun. Um, people were like, are you guys getting married? And I was like, Oh, you have like, no that. idea what I have in store for him. next oh, week." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm being so terrible. Okay. All right. Well, I went in, I was like, I'm not talking about him. And here we are. You're welcome. It was cathartic. Okay. <laughs> we want to play this game with you Fun. unless you have any closing remarks. <laughs> oh, closing to about wrap, the topic to or wrap yourself or whatever. We're going to plug everything that you're doing at the end. Yeah, cool. No, I think the point of the matter is, is that you're not trying to find the perfect person. You're trying to find the perfect person for you. And it takes knowing yourself and dealing with your own issues to find that. Oh, I love that. Just Thank stay you. forever. She nailed it. So <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's so hot in here. We don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> we cannot run the Armpits AC. Armpits are sweating. I know. Like I'm already sweating. showered. It's I'm okay. wearing like a Beyonce shirt. Honestly, we're somewhere. burning calories. That's, that's fair, but I already showered. So. I'm going somewhere later. Okay. <laughs> this game is called Red Light, Green Light, and it's basically this thing happens when you're dating somebody. Is it red light, full stop? Oh my God. Never again. Yeah. Talk to you never. Mm-hmm. Or green light, who cares forge ahead or you can give a yellow light if you're like eh 
you know. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna just going to shoot them off. These are all listener submitted. Yes, yeah, so we haven't Ooh, played fun. this in six months. So we we forgot great. about it. And then we listened to <laughs> Andrew Collins' episode recently, and we forgot that we had this game in the rotation. Best episode of all time, except for this one. Except for this one. <laughs> and dance. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, it was probably a great episode. Listen, that Barack Obama impression was unmatched. His voice he, sounds like Barack he anyway. Does, he does the best impressions of everyone. I know. <sighs> That's the thing. You don't know if he's perfect for you, because I'd be sitting down, I'd be like, do this guy, do that guy, and I just laugh all night. I know when you laugh, when a guy makes laughing you laugh is like a that, fake it is, orgasm. Uh, wow, <laughs> that's a quote. <laughs> now I'm like, it's all making sense. <laughs> when you t- when you hear girls that can't let go of somebody, it's because this guy made them laugh so much. We hear he it all the time. Like you're like, how so am I going to find right. another this? It's not like the orgasms were so good, right? <laughs> Get a vibrator. Is it? Okay, so <laughs> you're going to. T- <laughs> So we're going to lobbies at you. You're going to tell us red light, green light, yellow light, I guess is an acceptable answer. Um, but I have one I'm excited to start with. Okay. Is it the last one? Is it the last one? No, but that's very funny. Well, then I'm doing that one. Okay, go, go. Um, has zero decorations or personal photos in their apartment? Um, green light. Because I'm like that. And people think okay. my apartment looks like a hospital room. Really? You well, it's because... Like, your family? Um, yeah, they're terrible. No, it's more like I put my effort into other things and I always knew I was going to like eventually move to my own place and I was just renting. I just like don't care. Why make it your own? Okay. Exactly. Okay. So I feel like men men don't decorate. I'd much rather that than him have like decor, decor, (laughs) like live, laugh, love on his wall. Oh my God. Okay. I'm, I'm seeing if we have any new ones too. Oh my God. This is wild. These are funny because these happen to people. Right. I love this. Girls, get ready. <laughs> Brace yourself. Makes you kiss his dick for good luck almost daily. <laughs> <laughs> like a blowjob or like kiss it goodbye? That is funny. Is it like kiss it goodbye on the way to work? And could it be like yes. over the pants? <laughs> like what? <laughs> also, I don't like the word makes you. It's like, yeah, right. babe. And he like takes the top of your head and pushes you down. Like, Which part of the dick also? Are you kissing yeah. the hole? Are you kissing the shaft? Yeah. And is it, Balls? Is it with tongue? Um, I mean, honestly, I think it's hilarious. It's hilarious. I think it's so funny, but like, don't in public be like, babe, it's time. It's time. <laughs> I need some good luck. Like, he's a comic. He's about to go do a set. He's like, I need that good luck kiss. Okay. Also, girls don't ever do anything you don't want to do. But yeah. I'm just picturing a couple's going off to work and he's like, give me a kiss. kiss I got a big presentation today. I need a good luck kiss. And he just drops his pants. You have to kiss his dick. Oh. This guy is a clown. Okay. This I guy's like a this clown. Guy. And also, it sounds like one of those things that he like tells his friends about, like, bro, I got, I convinced my chick that it's good luck if she kisses it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that shit. What red if light. Red what if light. he's like, it's good luck for you? Like, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. That's like the no, yeah. That's what I, I interpreted it as that it was good luck for her to kiss. His no, face. you did. Oh yes. uh, well, that's like guys that's who convince you that sperm is good for your pores, right? <laughs> yeah, and guys that tell you blue balls like actually hurts. Shut up. Oh my god, guys would do that to me all the time. Yeah, shut up. All right, Raina, you're next. Um, this one made me actually laugh a lot. Again, because these things actually happen to people. Um, you asked him what his last meal would be, and he says, pussy. Honestly, green. I actually no. liked it, too. I think it's funny. Good for you. Like that's It's funny, it's clever, and I love a man who loves to give. Okay. He has a chest hat that says family is forever. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Honestly, if it was because he's like really fun and got really fucked up one night and got it, I say green. I don't I say green. I just don't. I'm not super turned off by bad tattoos. I'm yeah, just like, I think it, it, he's human. Neck or face. About. Eh. 
Yeah, necker face is that's gonna be hard to get a new job. Um, <laughs> but I, I also think, yeah, I think it's funny, and it's much better than like some violent, weird religious tattoo or something. Right. That's, yeah. that's like families forever. That's adorable. Because right. MAGA, you're like, oh, I don't yes. know. Yes, <laughs> MAGA on his He's forehead. Like, I got this in 2016. It was a crazy time. You're like, yeah, it was a fucking crazy time. What? <laughs> Secret Trump what? support. MAGA tats in 2019, though. Red flag. Absolutely not. Wrong. Unless they're being funny. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, Unless never. It's they're ironic. Never. Okay. It's hipster. It's okay. ironic. This also made me laugh because it also happened to somebody. Uh, you go back to their place and find out that they sleep in a hammock. Nope. <laughs> nope. That is, I'm calling the police. Red, they have like, red light. They have like a camping fetish. Like, why do you sleep in a hammock? Either like, at least you're get a so dog broke, bed. You can't, I know, at least get a dog bed. At least, like, you can't afford a four or $500 mattress. Um, where do you tie a hammock in a house? Also, how the fuck do you cuddle? Like, how do we sleep together That's so at night? How do you have sex? I have so many questions. No hammocks, no water beds. Out, get out of here. No. And that's some, yeah, it's like, I don't like camping. I don't like ham- hammocks. It's just not for me. It, he'll find the perfect person for him. All right. I have okay. a funny one for you because this also clearly happened to somebody. You find out that they want a themed wedding and in parentheses, Harry Potter Christmas. Nope. Nope. Okay, I don't Raina, like- hold on. Was there a comma between Harry Potter and Christmas or was it Harry Potter Christmas theme? I don't remember. Because I don't know what Harry Potter Christmas is, but that's Doesn't a no matter. for me, dog. Does it matter if there's a comma or not I, Harry Potter? My there. own curiosity. I want to see Harry Potter Christmas. What if you divided, divided the room by the different houses in Harry yeah. Potter? There was like a Gryffindor area of the reception hall. It's all seasonal. You can't sit here. We're Hufflepuff. It's a Christmas themed <laughs> I like hate theme parties in general. Like summer house, they'd be like, we're doing a theme party. And I'm like, I just want to wear my bathing suit and like jump in the pool and get blackout. But uh, but some people go hard on theme parties. I don't want to have to go to Amazon. I don't want to have to like get a look. Yeah, Fuck I that. don't either. It's one I came here to secrets. drink. Yeah, it's one of my deepest, darkest secrets. That and I, I can't ride a bike. Oh my God. And I don't love theme parties. I know. Look, if it's an athletic guy that like loves Halloween, like we're not going to date. And he definitely can't do bike marathons. <laughs> That'd be brutal. All do, right. Can you do Soul Cycle? A stationary bike, but I don't exercise. But, you've but never that, those are separate if things. If I did, you were no. considering maybe looking into a Peloton. Oh yeah, if anybody works for Peloton. Also, I want a Dyson. Should we just? Put, what do you want? Um, for free. Um, oh my god, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> I scream. Okay, okay she but, wants Blue Bunny. I want new titties and a Peloton. But also, if I get new titties, I feel like I'll lose weight. Oh, I know. I want to clone my cat. Okay, is okay, that a thing that can happen? Yeah. Oh my god! But seriously, if anybody from Dyson or has a contact at Dyson, I want this four hundred dollar fan because it's going to keep the room cool. We can't have the AC on when we record, so it's really a work expense, and that is a big chunk of money to spend. And oh, I just want yes. it so bad. Absolutely, we need it. Also, what are the pretzels that I like? <laughs> what uh, Gardettos? No, no, no. The pretzels that like we both always have at home that I eat with hummus. You want, you can't you just oh, buy the flat them? ones, the flat yeah, ones, the flat ones. Yeah. What are they called? You can buy those. I don't, I could buy a they're Dyson a dollar fan and 50 cents. They are. Yeah. They're $2 in my bodega. This yeah. But like I a- go through a bag of them a day. Hold on. I'm Googling it. Cause if somebody works for them, I want She's, free this ones. This is like real life She's Santa Claus. You're point. just like, I want this. And it'll just appear in your mailbox. It happened once. once. It happened once. <laughs> okay. I was like, this yeah, is it weird. Yeah. with Velveeta cheese last year at Christmas. Uh, that is Rattel. amazing. Well, yeah. good for Sorry, their marketing Rattel. team. I have um, with the they're called pretzel. Thing. They're snack factory pretzel crisps. So <laughs> if you guys work for them. Okay. <laughs> um, red light, green light corrects your grammar in front of people. Red light. 
Nope. Done. 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 First of all, it's fucking patronizing. He yes. probably has a small dick. Second of all, <laughs> how bad was it? If, unless if people can't understand me, language is about you understanding me. And if you knew what I was trying to say, don't worry about my grammar, Thank motherfucker. You. Go on Instagram and bother someone else with the you and the yours and leave me the fuck alone. Lose my number. <laughs> It's my number. There it is. The mic drop. <laughs> I, I have one more because this girl was like particularly triggered. She submitted like seven of them. Oh, I love that. But one of them was like a combo that she just did a comma. Because oh, this, this one's funny. Yeah. Sends you non-asked for dick pics in the morning. Comma doesn't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was very specific. She's like, and brunette. Um, <laughs> and he's a Taurus. And he's a Taurus. Oh, well, now that changes everything. Exactly. Um, I don't... <laughs> I like the guys like sexual and like thinking of me and but like dick pics are so aggressive in the morning. I don't want anything in the morning before 10 a.m. Or I'll take actual dick. I don't ever want a dick pic ever. I take actual dick before. I'll take. Oh, I'll take actual dick um, if he's not like too big. Dick has no hour for me. It's timeless. Mm. You know, but um, on a (laughs) T-shirt. Dick has no. I don't ever want a dick pic. You guys both know I got an unsolicited dick pic that last week and it was terrifying. Well, I oh yeah, I it. heard I'm about upset that. You didn't screenshot it. I'm upset I didn't screenshot it. I'm upset you didn't screenshot it. Like, How did it look? And I was like, I don't remember. I was terrified. And now every time I see him on Instagram, I'm like, oh, I wish I knew what your dick looked like. It's all Raina's <laughs> fault. I could have. Um, this one says, and then I actually want to go back to something that you said earlier because I wanted I had a comment. On. This one says answers a phone call on a date and never apologizes. Red. But this he, is the thing. These little things, things that you don't think are red yeah. flags are literally signs from the universe. Like, it's like, you know, him like saying something slightly rude to his mom. You're like, that was nothing. And then fast forward 10 years and he's like yelling yep. at you like he yelled at his mom. And you're like, why didn't I listen to the red flag? If a guy's disrespectful to a little bit, he'll be disrespectful Especially early on when they're supposed to be in their best behavior. Like, yeah. if you do that stuff early, oh my God. What you said that I wanted to circle back to, you said that the person you dated would like answer the phone and be kind of sure with you. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I think is a huge thing is how you answer the phone when you talk to your significant other or your friends mm-hmm. or your family. Every time I call my mom, she acts like it is the best thing that's ever happened. And I think about that, like with Raina, every time I call Raina, she's like really nice and upbeat. Mm-hmm. And like one, like an ex of mine, I just say whenever I would call him, he would like be so cute and happy to hear from me. And then mm-hmm. I would be like, I just want to be more like that. You are but like that. I, I try. Like, I don't want to be like, Hey, what's up? Like the second that you answer a phone and someone that you care about and you're like, Hey, what's up? The tone, they automatically are just like, what did I, Ugh, are you I annoyed call? to hear yeah. from me? Mm. And I just think that's such an important thing. Like you said that and it's, it's so resonated with me. Cause I've definitely dated guys that like I call them, figure out what we're doing that night and they sound annoyed. And I'm like, now the, our whole vibe has changed. Oh yeah. You know, the second you walk in, the energy you get is going to yes. affect the room. And I feel like you don't want to try to be something you're not and be some like uppity person, but it's more just showing that like you treasure that time you're spending on the phone with yeah. them. You don't have to, you don't have to, you, yeah, you excitement. don't have to change your affect it's and be just, like, eh. but it's more like, Hey, how are you? A little yes. smile, a little smile. Be yourself always. But like the energy on an initial, like, yeah, you walk into someone's apartment or you meet them somewhere or they answer the phone. It's like, I just, I try to be more aware of that with myself because yeah. I have a tendency, like if I'm in a bad mood, it's going to come off to someone else. And then I have to like apologize later. I'm like, sorry. But so I'm just trying to be better about like, cause it sets a tone, but it's also why you two are so good together because 
you mesh well. Your little yin yang. It's because Ashley works on herself. <laughs> I don't work on anything. <laughs> you worked on your tan earlier today. I work on my tan every, every day. day. I'm gonna look like an old wrinkly crocodile raisin at the end of the summer. <laughs> we were we were in Seattle. We sat outside for four hours. I woke up and put fifty on. Obviously, Raina just sits there in the sun, no sunglasses, and then got mad at me because I didn't tell her. I'm like, bitch, what do you think the sun oh. was doing? <laughs> <laughs> we I, go to dinner and she is beat face red. She's like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, what did you think was happening out there? She goes, you put sunscreen on. I'm like, yes, I'm in my thirties. What are you talking about? I put 50 on this morning. Bitch, <laughs> being an adult. And I'm wearing a hat. I went to the car to get the hat. I'm impressed because I can't do anything for four hours. Like I don't want to do anything for that extended so period of time. Well, we just weren't going to have brunch and then do other stuff. And we were sitting in these outer on deck chairs in the dock of Seattle at this place westward. And like, it was just beautiful. There's planes. There's like water planes yeah. flying above us and all these boats and paddle boards and we were just like why are we leaving and right. you fell asleep no I just sat there she oh just, so you were fully conscious during the burn sober. we could not be Dead more sober. we could not be more different we just also our, our faces are different like you somehow don't have this skin damage that I do but I am like <laughs> tons of other things wrong with 50 me. sunglasses hat turtleneck and Raina <laughs> Raina's like I'm like bitch do you need sunglasses I can't even be out in any sun without sunglasses my eyes like are like, sensitive and you're just like no I don't need it Full sun. Yeah, but I have like big dick energy about my skin. And oh, then like Tuesday yeah. night, I was going to see this guy that I like. And I was so beat red from the sun. I had to stop at CVS on my way to see him to buy a $4 concealer to put it on my I face. I just love that you were like, why didn't you tell me? I was like, you couldn't feel it. You couldn't feel the sun. But I, I love when people like people who are different than them. Like, I think that's with the relationships too. Because like, I'm fucking sick of myself. Like, I don't want to be with someone who's just like yeah. me with my issues. I always say I'm fascinated by shy people because they don't like just say anything that comes into their head all the time and I'm like what is that life like what is I want to like to not have to say something yeah like I, I love know. being around people like that because I'm like you are incredible to me people I are know, like people you are guys gonna... interrupt everybody all the time I'm like I know because my thoughts are so important it's a to problem me. also just whatever this is how conversations work with people that have stuff to say shut up <laughs> you guys interrupt all the time we're just talking have I'm you from ever New York <laughs> have you but ever how we talk <laughs> this is a conversation with women if I don't talk over you I don't like you <laughs> I'm also smart and I know what you're gonna say at the end of the sentence That's okay true. so like That's I'm just true. skipping ahead yeah. skipping ahead <laughs> oh my god if we didn't interrupt you. this would be three hours long you're it's welcome true what if I had to wait three seconds before answering, I, people would think I was like slow. Are you allowed to say slow nowadays? Whatever. Yeah, we said special last week or two weeks ago. Marie Faustin told me I was special. <laughs> and I rode the VIP bus to school. <laughs> the short bus. Short bus. <laughs> and she goes, oh, you thought you were special. You were VIP. Oh, no, people who are creative have special brains. It's true. Uh, all right. Should we, <laughs> what should we call it? I'm sweating. I got to get the tit sweat. All right. Well, listen, guys, if you work for any of the companies we mentioned or a plastic surgeon because I'm trying to get new titties um, this summer please hit us up <laughs> there's a deadline preferably in a month I just, well I no I need like the August. fan this summer too I don't need yeah. the fan in September yeah. Dyson where are you at uh, August yeah. is a good time for new titties for me I'm gonna yeah. need that fan this week Dyson though August 3rd <laughs> as soon as we get back from Minneapolis new titties August <laughs> it's happening Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, you have been an absolute pleasure, like we knew you would be. Thank you, um, Louise. We're can best you friends plug now. your things and say what well, your Instagram, how to spell your Instagram, oh, yeah. your podcast, where to find you? Awesome. So my name is Hannah Burner. My podcast is at Being Burns. So that's B E. I-N-G-B-E-R-N-Z. It's complicated. I sh whatever. I made it like oh, way too long ago. Thank, thank you, honey. Um, and then <laughs> doing great, honey. follow, subscribe. I'm like, follow. Subscribe to my podcast, Burning in Hell. It's a comedy mental health podcast. You guys will like it. And um, yeah, watch Summer House. It's pretty fun. 
Yeah, binge it. Yeah. Because it's over now. It's over now, but it just ended, so it's still fresh. Still fresh. You still look the same. You haven't gotten like a new face. No, not yet. You don't have that season two face. I don't have my season two face You're yet. beautiful. Don't do it. <laughs> I like that they end it just in time to start filming season two, so you guys are all freshly pissed at each other. Oh, yeah. You know, everything like, feels fresh and reminds yeah. me. I'm like, I forgot she said that shit about me. Exactly. <laughs> they play the tape. I, like, run the tape. Yeah, run the You'll tape. You'll remember I'm real like, quick. I forgot I was mad at her. But, but yeah, yeah, if we start filming again, we haven't heard for sure, but it would be this month. Oh, yeah. also, stay tuned. If we do Summer House, um, Ashley and Rain are going to come to the party, so they might be in the background. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> and I can really, Unless you I can really fuck or fight a cast member. Watch me, um, watch me in the background, just like probably roasting Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who would you guys hook up with on Summer House? Oh, good question. I don't know. Who would I, Rain? Um, yeah. You? No, well, not yeah. me. Other than you. I feel like you would just rip Carl apart. Um, yeah. You would. But like he's physically, like I could see you making out with him drunk. Okay. Do you have a girlfriend? No, God, no. Um, so, yeah, catch me in the back of a summer house party just <laughs> yelling at somebody, I'm he's sure. He's too tall for me, but he's from Pittsburgh like me. I'd fuck him. I mean, let's be honest. If you hugged him, your head would just like hit his Oh, dick. he's tall? Oh, I'm in. He's 6'5". Oh, pfft, done. Yeah. Perfect height. Done. Guys, also subscribe, rate, review <laughs> with us. Uh, girlsgotteatpodcast.com, stupidliveshows.com. Minneapolis is there. Get your tickets. Those are going to go quick. Follow us on Instagram, girlsgotteatpodcast, Twitter, all the things. That's it, guys. Have a good Thanks. week. Bye. 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 